Sing out loud, baby. Books on songs with roots and tongues and We're live. All right. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another fantastic episode of Hooked on Sonics. I am one of your two hosts. I am Bruce over here and over there, looking as handsome and dapper as ever, the Tone Capone. And this week, we have a fantastic show for you guys once again. Um, third week in Black History Month, uh, we're celebrating some of our favorite artists. Um, and this week is no exception. We've got uh, The weekend's Beauty Behind the Madness, and Nancy Wilson's The Nancy Wilson Show uh, recorded live. Um, of course, we're going to be going through some uh, Al Key Hall and some music news and whatever the hell else comes up in the process. Um, so before we wet our whistles and everything, let's go, Tone. How are you? Good evening. Hello. It's good to see everybody this evening. And uh, although I can't personally see you, you know, we see your interactions online when they happen. But good evening to all, what is it, 14 viewers now? 14 subscribers? Let's make it happen. I think we can make that happen, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you, all 14 of you that tune in and hang out with us. We really do appreciate it. Uh, <clears throat> once again, um, before we kick everything off, I just want to mention something. If you can't catch us at here at YouTube and see the video, you can catch us at your favorite podcasting uh, stations, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Spotify. You can, you can find us there, okay? Feel free to check out those episodes. Download them if you ain't got time. And, and if you really like what you see here, give us a comment, like, and subscribe or something over here at uh, YouTube or subscribe over there on the podcast stations. Uh, we really work hard at getting that up, and we, we want to hear hear from you and see see your guys' interactions and what you think about the show. Definitely want to hear what you guys want us to review. I'd love to get the opportunity to review something for any of you fans out there. Other than that, um, Bruce? We've been yeah, listening man. to this week, man. Well, let's see. I have been scouring the earth trying to find out what I'm going to give you. Um, but in the process of all that, I was listening to some uh, C6 Steve, and uh, there was a new uh, uh, album that came out with Buddy Guy, and um, uh, oh shit, Junior Wells, I think. Um, live from Montro from like 68 or something. Um, was turned into tuned into some Iron Maiden live after death, probably my favorite Maiden album. Um, and then of course, kick uh, catching up on all my uh podcasts. What about you, my friend? Um, <clears throat> still been a bit on a uh heavy temple kick. Um, because of the Marley thing, been listening to some Marley lately. Um, what Marley thing? Oh, the Marley flick. Yeah. Let's discuss that. So me and the uh, drummer from, uh, nomads, we went down to go see the, uh, or we went up North to, uh, Marcus theaters. I think it's called, uh, they've got a home of a 70 foot screen, 70, like seven, uh, seven story screen it's huge we stepped in just long enough to see it our movie wasn't playing on it but madam webb was and we just kind of peeked in just to see what the screen looked like it was huge absolutely huge but we got the next best screen in the building for the marley show which was pretty nice and it was a pretty big screen itself but either way our seating was comfortable popcorn and everything was great had a good time and the show was the movie was absolutely fantastic um one thing i'd like to mention um so for people who have seen a lot of um, movies that take place around the music world and stuff and whatnot, um, a lot of times I feel that, you know, we all know that, that sometimes they take liberties with the storytelling. 
Um, I don't know that they did any of that here. I, I can't say for sure. I would like to think that they didn't considering his son, Ziggy Marley opens up the show and there's been interviews saying, you know, we've been trying to do a movie. They've wanted to do a movie about my father for years, but you know, we wanted to make sure it was done right. The guy that played him, I can't remember his name right off the my off the back. I want to say his name's Kingsley something. This guy absolutely killed it. Was wonderful, wonderful, fantastic actor. All of the actors and actresses in the films really did a really, really, really good job. But I just want to say, in comparison to something like Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Bohemian Rhapsody had a lot of frill Hollywood stuff to it. This movie does not. Is is there Hollywood involved? Obviously. But this movie really didn't feel like it had a lot of frills. It felt, it felt like it was really telling a story. Like the real, like this is what you're going to get and this is how we're going to tell it to you. And I'm not going to give anything away. I'm just not. Everybody knows or anybody that knows anything about Bob, Bob Marley knows a bit about his life. I will tell you, it was an absolute wonderful movie. I cried several times just because music makes me emotional. And I'm not afraid to admit that. I cried throughout the fucking dude. It it it, it brought me to tears. And when they brought up the issue of what would eventually be his demise, I just... Oof, what? Dude, yeah. He passed away. Fuck. Okay, spoiler alert. Uh, get out of here. That's not Man. a spoiler alert. Hey, listen. That's not a spoiler alert. Everybody knows Bob Marley's not with us anymore. Shut well, especially up. now. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Anyways, the movie was absolutely excellent, man. And um, even in, in even in respect to the, to what we're talking about, his passing, so so respectful and like absolutely wonderful film. I don't. I don't think that it's in a position. I. I personally, one of the best films I've seen in a long, long time, long, long time. But I don't know that personally that it's going to get all the accolades from all the big movie places because we are early in the in the movie year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. There's a lot still to come out over the year, and I think that this could get lost in in the whole idea of the year because it was so early but man is it a phenomenal phenomenal in my personal opinion you want my you want my out out of five stars Mm -hmm. five just because i i like the way it was filmed i like the way that it was i like the way that it was no frills no it didn't seem all hollywooded up and shit and uh i loved it cool i loved it uh other than that man what else was I listening to? Listen to some 80s stuff this evening was turn on the Alexa and said, Hey, play this band and ended up in a cycle of Van Halen and rat and scorpions and shit like that. So, but yeah, that's, that's pretty much been it for me, man. You having Very a drink cool. this evening? Of or, course. Or are we sober? Uh, is this so, a sober episode? This is not for me. Oh, I thought not it was for... a sober episode. I had water. Oh, well, you better grab something else. Well, we'll have to see, man. I might, I may or may not have anything up here. I'm, I'm. Uh, you never know what's in that fridge. There you if, go. If there's anything in it. Oh. Well, do you, do you need so, me to show you? <laughs> well, I'll show you what I got. I'll mm-hmm. show you mine. You show me yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, tonight I am going to be sampling some Chattanooga whiskey. Um. Based out of Chattanooga, Tennessee, straight bourbon whiskey, uh, 91 proof, and it's a Tennessee high malt. Nice. Yeah. Now, are you doing that? How are you having that this evening? Straight. Straight up in mm-hmm. a skull in the skulls of your enemies. That's right. Mm-hmm. I really hate midgets. That's not nice. Oh. Come on. Okay, here we go. I'm done with you. Mm. That's really smooth. Is it? Mm-hmm. Tennessee nice whiskeys. finish. Tennessee whiskeys usually are smooth. Yeah. A nice finish on it. Very li- There's a little burn at the very, very, very end. 
man, that's some damn good whiskey. Nice. How much was the bottle? Uh, I think it was like 45 bucks. Cool, cool. Yeah. Looks like you've had a little bit more of that than. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Been one of those weeks. <laughs> it's been one of those lives. <laughs> I get it. So, I get it. Having said that, um, this is a fantastic whiskey. Um, and I've had a couple other their things throughout the years. Uh, they never really go wrong. Um, I encourage anyone to, you know, if I don't know if you'll be able to find it anywhere in the north, uh, but if you ever come down to East Tennessee, look it up. Chattanooga whiskey. Uh, I'm going to give this thing a five. It's solid. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. A solid five. Mm-hmm. So I suppose you want to know what I'm having this evening. I would love to know. Well, first thing I want to tell you is. I want to love you and treat you right. <laughs> I want to love you every day and, and every, every night. night. We'll be together with the roof right over our head. We'll share the shelter. Ah, good old red stripe. I figured just be in honor of the show. And in honor of the movie, I said, you know what? I'm going to have a red stripe on the show. So with that being said, let me get you a nice good sip of that. Now, this is a Jamaican lager beer. Rings in at about 4.7 alcohol, comes in about 11.2 fluid ounce bottles. Everybody's familiar with those little bottles, man. Let me say this. I have drinking a red stripe every now and again for many, many years. I know that you've, you go and have one every once in a while. This is not a bad beer. Mm-mm. Not by any means. If I were trapped on a desert island somewhere in Jamaica and had a case of this, I'd be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I mean, this is a solid, and I like lagers. Um, I don't know exactly what makes it Jamaican other than me and made in Jamaica. I, I'm, I don't know the research on that. I probably should look into that at some point in time. But I will say this. Even my wife has a red stripe every once in a while. And uh, this is just something that you, you, you got to love it, man. You got to love it. Red stripes are not bad. So what do I give a red stripe? Nostalgia, actual drinkability, being a lager, 4.5. Yeah. 4.5, yeah. man. Yeah, it's, it's again, it's a real good social beer. You're not going to get tore up real easy on those things again, with that with that percentage there. No. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good social drink hanging out with friends. Yeah. Yep. And being that uh, we were celebrating Jamaica, man, I had to do it. I had to do it. But, hey, Brother Salute, let's have a great episode. We got we got a couple great albums to review this evening. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you folks out there for whatever you're drinking. Please comment. Let us know what you're drinking. We'd like to hear that, too. Yeah, we're always on the lookout for new shit to test out. Always. All right, brother. Um, a little bit of news. Um Let's see. Uh, what did I see over there? It looked like uh, Alex Van Halen is going to have an autobiography come out. Um, what was the other thing that was a big thing that I saw? I'm uh, actually I, really excited for that, too. I think Alice Cooper's getting ready to do another tour um, that I saw over there. And, man, there was something else that I know I saw over there that really kind of stood out. Give me one second. Take a look at our friends over here at Blabbermouth. Uh, so... There was something. Uh, Volbeat, frontman Michael Polson's death metal project, as in hell, uh, announced a spring, summer 2024 European Primus and Coheed and Cambria going on tour. Uh, let's see. Uh, Trivium and Bullet from a Valentine look like they're getting ready to do a tour. Um, Foo Fighters to perform at Power to the Patients concert in Washington, D.C. 
Jethro Toll parts ways with guitarist Joe Paris James. Um, da, 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 there was something. Oh, big one. That, that was the big one. Power Trip announces first official comeback concert after Riley Gaines had passed away. I mean, he's it's been, a, I want to say, two or three years, maybe four years now. So I've got to look into who they're going to utilizing for a singer and how that all goes, man, because I'll tell you what, man, those guys were, in my personal opinion, they were at the forefront of what American metal, thrash metal, like they, there was, they were a resurgence of, they, they were so good. And at some point in time, I am going to give you one of their albums. It is, an okay. ab- their Nightmare Logic album is phenomenal. And I think they only did two albums. I think both of them were absolutely great. But uh, it was unfortunate they had lost their singer, Riley Gales, due to a uh, um, an overdose. You know, I believe it was, yeah. and um, um, and it's a, it's unfortunate. You know, it's um, we see that a lot in the music industry. So, um, you know, one thing I like to say out there: if you if you've got issues with uh, substance abuse, feel free to uh, find you. You know, get get out there and find you some help. Get somebody to assist you. Find somebody to talk to. Find somebody to get you pointed in the right direction. Because we want yep. to see you. We want to see you at the next shows. Yep. Cool. With that being said, that's what I have for the news. Bruce, you got anything special for us for the news? Well, of course. All right. Uh, a couple birthdays for everyone. Uh, happy birthday to our uh, one of the leaders of our generation, whether you I know you don't like him at all, but Kurt Cobain was born today, uh, February 20th in 1967. Uh, Jay Giles. Happy birthday to Jay Giles, uh, born in 1946, and the guitar player for um, the uh, Steely Dan, uh, Walter Becker. He was born today. And then, let's see, no real big albums that were released, so... Yeah, okay. that's that's all I got on that. Uh, did you happen to see that um, George Clinton, Parliament, Funkadelic are going to play the Ohio State Fair? I did not. Yep, I said that you, to you. Are you kidding me? I am not. I wonder how much tickets are going to be. It's the fair. It can't be terrible. It can't be. But I don't know. Something to think about. Yeah. Because the fair could be a rowdy place, dude. Oh, I know. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Me, the, fair know. Could, the fair could be a rowdy place, dude. Sometimes Riff Raff comes in there and just ruins the whole fair for fucking people. I know it. You know, so I don't know. It's something to think about. Yeah. Think about. For sure. But that's uh that's what I got. Okay. Well, and folks, that is the news. So let's move on. Yeah. To these album reviews. How about that? Now who went first and all that and what's on second? I don't care. I could I could go first, you could go first, it don't matter. Whatever you want to do. Okay. You know what? You go ahead and go first. I think I'll do that, man. I think I absolutely will. All right. I'm glad to do that. Let me go ahead and get my documentation over here because I definitely <laughs> want to share this with you. Yep. I was given by my good buddy Bruce over there the Nancy Wilson uh show uh Nancy Wilson. Uh, like Bruce had mentioned, she is a West High alumni, one of the most famous West High alumni here in Columbus, Ohio. Um, she, uh, just a little bit of background on this young lady, or uh, you know, and she's no longer with us, unfortunately. I think she passed in two thousand, sometime in two thousand sixteen, two thousand eighteen. Um, if I read that, I don't hold me to it. I don't always retain my memory very well, but I do know this: this woman was an entertainer all the way around. She was a wonderful entertainer all the way around, singer songwriter dancer performer um i think she was even in movies this Mm -hmm. young this young lady was a 
a powerhouse of a human being from what I read. And um, let me start this album review off by saying she has one of the most powerful, amazing, moving voices for this genre that I've ever heard. This this right here is exemplatory of what I would feel a woman in this genre. Like this, this is the standard. This is the gold standard. Okay. Um voice-wise, she's amazing. Her tone, the way she bantered, the way she dealt with things. This album was a bit of a live album, I believe it was, in a yep. uh pretty much like a lounge. Like a lounge, like a lounge setting. Uh, let me say, I listened to the remastered version of this. It's still absolutely, absolutely amazing. I found this amazing. I would wonder what the original recording sounded like, as opposed to a remastered version. Uh, and I may try to seek that out at some point in time. I think it does exist out there on the tube, uh, tube of you. And then, um, amazing voice. I just want to say this: this this woman. What a woman. <laughs> oh, what a woman. What a woman. Jesus, Lord have mercy. She was all woman. All woman. From the banter to her vocal range to her style. Like, like I was elevated to a smoky lounge yeah. with a cigar in my hand, watching some dim stage lights piano jazz band in the back woman in a big flowing sequin dress of some sort just i was i was just transported there and this album did that 110 percent once again i am going to you're going to hear this often vocally amazing 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 i can't really focus on everybody else that was involved with the music making process on this but I can tell you, Nancy Wilson, Nancy Wilson show definitely has me interested in understanding a little bit more about her, not just because she's from here, but just got amazing, 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 just amazing. I, I that's, 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 that's the only thing I can think of for a word. If somebody said Nancy Wilson out of Columbus, Ohio from West High, blah, 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 would bring that up. First thing that would come to my mind would be amazing. So let's start off with track one. And there aren't a lot of tracks on here. There's only nine. And these tracks are very short. Some of There's only two of them that exceed six minutes. Everything else ranges somewhere between two and four. Yeah. Um, this is a very short album, not hard to listen to. This is not a hard listen at all. We've said often certain albums are a hard listen. This was not a hard listen for me. Fireworks. Not a good opening. A great opening. This was a great opening for setting the tone for what this album was getting ready to bring to you. Mm-hmm. And I, that's something I love. It just set the tone, baby. Come on, give it to me. Um, don't take your love from me. Soothing, beautiful. Gave this an A, an absolute A, another A. There's two, count them two. Okay. Don't talk, just sing my comments on this were great banter amazing voice again i told you this is going to come up okay once again another a a phenomenal like like we are this ball is rolling you're in it you're in the lounge throw your cigar in your face pour you a bourbon and just chill fucking chill because you're in for it okay track four guess who i saw today once again mellow smoky room is exactly what i put down mellow smoky room another a count them that's four four a's four a's okay 10 good years track five i found this funny and my comment beside this was she's still killing it by this track she is still killing it five tracks and she's still killing it murdering it Vocally, she is just lacerating the whole fucking show. Another A. Got him five. The Saga of Bill Bailey. My comment for this was the hits keep coming. Mm -hmm. The hits keep coming. She is just still 
putting it all out there. Amazing control of voice and just overall a songbird in the highest regard of the term. Um, I gave that an A, count them, six A's. So far, we're six A's in. The music that makes me dance. Amazing, beautiful were my comments for this track. Another A. Count them, seven A's. Seven A's. Just a wonderful album so far. Track eight. I'm beginning to see the light. In every one of these songs, I did not hear something I heard in this song. And what I heard in this song, it threw me off. But it sounded so good. I don't know if it was on purpose. I don't know if it was part of who she was. But when I say this, I would hope that you know this album well enough that when I mention this, mm-hmm. you're going to fucking know what I'm talking about. Track eight, I'm beginning to see the light. Mm-hmm. My comment on that was almost Southern draw. Mm-hmm. And some of her vocal style, there was some dra- like a Southern draw there. And if you know what a Southern draw tone or voice would elacerate it again, that's eight A's, dude. How do you deal with this? How do you deal with it? Like, what do you grade this at this point? Right? What what do you say to this at this point? Like, what what, what do you do? Uh Track nine, we're going to go to the closer. You can have him. (laughs) Bitch, you can fucking have him. Let me tell you something. I ain't cooking his fucking eggs, making his fucking bacon. You can fucking have him. Let me tell you something. Phenomenal closer. Phenomenal closer. Another fucking A. What do I fucking give this fucking album? I'm going to disappoint everybody. Because of all these A's, you're going to go, oh, oh, Tony's got a 10. No, I don't have a 10. I don't have a 10. Hmm. What do you have? Call me a tough critic. I have a 9.5. 9.5. Why did I ding it half a point? Tell us. I wanted more. <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me three more tracks. That'd have been a 10. Give me three more of those badass fucking tracks. I realized today or the yesterday, last evening there, you know what? I really do like jazz, mm-hmm. you know, it, but it's just not something that I go to. Right. I, like I, I, I like jazz, man. Like this is good shit. This is 9.5 all fucking day, brother. That was an amazing album. Thank you for an amazing album. You know, and you're welcome. Um, I have been a Nancy Wilson fan, a a active Nancy Wilson fan for probably about two years now. And one of the hardest things I had to do was trying to find you that album. Like, which album was I going to give you? And I picked this one because it, it's a live album. There is no overdubs. There are no autocorrects or autotunes. Yeah. This is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah. All you young kids out there going out there and, oh, you got to lip sync all this bullshit. Or use autotune. Right. This woman right here, she's the real deal. The this real. is how it's supposed to be done. The real deal. This and chick wasn't using auto-tune. No. This was all 100% in the cut, raw, live magic. Dude, Absolute I, I, magic. I, I'm going to tell you something, man. Let me tell you something. All I could do while I sat here, and, and I didn't review it today. Usually it would, it would have been a, an, a, an album I would have had reviewed today. My final score came today. And I had to really think, what can I ding this album for? And my ding is, I wish there was more, dude. Yeah. If there was two or three more tracks on, man, this, this, 
Yeah, and unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of information on this actual album itself. Mm. Um, so I don't know if that was the whole set or, you know, they ran out of tape. A lot of times, you know, they just ran out of tape and says, okay, that's it. You know, and then the the doors were notorious for that. They would just run out of tape. Wow. Yeah, so you're missing whole concerts. Now, what's your t- now? Let me ask you this: Being mm-hmm. that you turned me on to the album, and knowing yep. that it's obviously so damn fucking good, what yep. would you give it? Oh, it's, it, for me, it's a ten. I mean, this is a perfect Nancy Wilson album. Um, it's a great representation of the ja- the jazz genre. But being um, familiar, okay. But uh, let me say something. You say it's uh-huh. a ten, okay? But mm-hmm. being you're more familiar with her than I am. Yeah. So you probably know a few more songs. Tell me well, three, I know a few th- more albums. T- tell me, tell me three more songs you think would be a good fit on this. One second. Yeah. Ugh. Sorry to do this to you. No, you're fine. Let's see. On another one of my Nancy Wilson albums. Uh, I'm going to say. Um, her version of "You've Lost That Love and Feeling." Um, let's see, now love has more... yeah. Okay, go ahead, go ahead. I, I want you to finish that because there's something else I want to mention. Yeah, love has many faces, and if I ruled the world, okay. And... Now I wonder if that if I rule the world would be something that was sampled by Nas for "If I Rule the World." I don't know. I'd have to check into that. Yep. But anyways, I do want to ask this. Mm-hmm. To me, it looked like these were songs written by other artists throughout the whole yeah. album. So yeah. is that is that something that she did was more perform other people's material than her own? Or did she have any of her own? Yeah, she, she did write some of her own stuff, but primarily... You know, it's it's other like standards um, of that time or, you know, there is songwriters. That's just kind of what they did back then. Um, but I, from knowledge, she did have some um, co-writes and things like that. But um, but yeah, primarily she sang other people's songs. OK. Which, again, to me, it's not a knock. Because that's that's pretty standard, you know. Unless I, I you're, know, it, I'm not. I mean, I'm not knocking her. I mean, I, I yeah. guess in, in, in the jazz world, that is pretty standard. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? To now, unless you're guys like Coltrane, like instrumentalists, obviously you're going to do a lot of your own stuff. Uh, Coltrane, Miles Davis, you know, people like mm. that. Uh, uh, Theonius, Theonius Monk. Um, yeah, those guys were just. Uh, one of her early collaborators who actually convinced her to move from Columbus to New York, uh, Cannonball Adderley. Um, they did a they did a great uh, duet album together. Um, phenomenal musician. So I, I might give you some of his stuff one day, too. So Okay. I believe you're experiencing some lag on your end for some reason. I don't know what the issue is, so... Oh, no. Keep that in mind in case mm-hmm. something pops up because we're already pretty good into this. Um, yeah. With that being said, you have my 9.5. There you go. I'm ready for my review. So, okay, just real quick. One more thing on, on Nancy. So um, as I was doing some more research on her, um, she, she was born in Chillicothe, grew up on the west side of town around Sullivan Avenue area. Um, the That area was designated as a black neighborhood um the land was actually given to soldiers who fought um you know for for you know the the north um you know during the civil war so and then after um one of the sullivan kids bought all that land it ended up you know throughout the years getting transformed into a black neighborhood and her dad actually had two houses uh, on Dexter Avenue. 
This one right here on Dexter Avenue, right, essentially right behind that uh, Donato's on Sullivan, and this here. He built both of these houses on his own. Wow. So what, what the city had done was the back in the day, all the uh, streets were made out of brick. And so as they were transitioning over to uh, pavement, they were giving away all the brick to, to the people who lived there. And they built the houses, their houses out of those bricks. Huh? Yeah. Wow. So a lot of historical, um, a lot of historical background on that, you know, on the West side of town there. And, you know, her family was right in it. Nice. Yeah, man. Nice. Yeah, wonderful album, man. Um, yeah. Well, thank you once again. It was an absolutely wonderful album. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, you ready for me? I am. Cool. Well, I had uh, the weekend's Beauty Behind the Madness. I believe this was his third album, um, and it was released August twenty eighth, two thousand fifteen. Um, a lot of heavy hitters on this album, including uh, Ed Sheeran. Um, Kanye West was a producer on this. Uh, there was, hold on. I forgot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Yana Del Rey, um, Nicki Minaj. Uh, so lots of other people that I don't know because this isn't my main style of music. So, right. Um, uh, he was born in Canada, and that was pretty interesting. Um, that would explain why this album went seven times platinum in Canada, and it ended up going six times platinum here in the States. Um, had five singles off this, um, including Earned It, uh, which was the uh, lead single from the soundtrack, Fifty Shades of Grey. So, yeah. Um, it's definitely a heavy hitter, heavy hitting album for him. Um, so yeah, here we go. His voice, his voice to me and is similar, obviously not verbatim or anything like that, but his, some of his style, um, and some of the, even some of the music itself, very reminiscent of some Michael Jackson. So and I'm not saying necessarily saying that's a knock. It's just like, oh, okay, well, that's kind of interesting to kind of pick up on that. Um, see the first the first song that um, starts the starts the album is "Real Life." Um, really, vocally, really good, or uh, lyrically, really good lyrics in this. Um, very poignant. Um, it starts off with this kind of industrial sound to it. I kind of I kind of dug it, but it doesn't get too hard. This whole album really, it's a relatively it's a pretty mellow album. Um, there there was some reviewer that said this is you know the weekend is kind of like Eeyore, doesn't get too too you know hyped up and all that and yeah he doesn't get too excited either which way. Okay, but yeah I, I again I'm not knocking it. Just yeah, it, it's a different it's a different um, presentation, and I'll explain a little bit more here in a minute. Um, so I gave real life an A. Losers featuring Labyrinth. Um, the I gave this one a B. Um, this is about some real life shit. I liked it. Um, again, musically. It's like musically, it didn't match up with the lyrics. And that that precedent kind of keeps going throughout a lot of this album. Um, next is Tell Your Friends. These are these are hardcore gangster style fucking lyrics on some white Michael Jackson shit. It's it's it was off. I was like, do I like this? <laughs> I, He's it, di- it just, dude, dude, he's different, man. Like he's he is definitely different. But I think that's what I dig about him, man. Like he's yeah. he's 
I, go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. no, you're fine. Um, it, it was just different. So I get, I ended up giving this a B because it just felt weird. Those yeah. hardcore lyrics with that music. I was like, I don't know. I gave yeah. it a B. It was funny, but I don't know if I was supposed to be laughing. Right. You know, I was like, okay. Anyway, uh, often again, you got some hardcore shit in this <laughs> talking about, you know, do what dudes do. <laughs> and, uh, on some weird light R and B type stuff, like poppy R and B stuff. And it's like, this is weird. So I gave it a B, uh, and I'm not shitting on it. It's just weird. Yeah. It's different uh, to you. Yeah. It's definitely different. Uh, next up was the Hills. I gave that one an A. Absolutely. Uh, my favorite track on the album, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I would. That when, when that bass drop kicks in after that scream. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I would say either the Hills or can't feel my face is probably my favorite, favorite songs on this album. So yeah. Uh, next, uh, next was acquainted. Uh, I didn't like it very much. I Believe ended up it. giving it a C. Believe it or not, there's a big chunk of that middle of that album that I really love, dude. And then mm-hmm. like, and then it's flanked by some eh, okay stuff for me. Yeah. But there's, a, but like the middle is like all the meat and potatoes for me, dude. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, acquainted. I don't know. It was. It wasn't as hard as that other shit, but it was like I don't know. It. I just didn't like it. Uh, can't feel my face. That was real fun. That was real fun. Um, again, some really good lyrics in this. Yeah. Really good lyrics. Um, some, you know, I definitely recommend people checking out the actual lyrics and reading some of that. It's like, Oh, okay. Very cool. Uh, shameless. I gave it a B again. It's that hardcore kind of shit with it. And it's, ah, I don't know what to do with this. Um, so I gave it a B, uh, earned it. The uh, Fifty Shades of Grey song, I didn't like it. Sexy dude, it's just eh. a sexy song. Yeah, I like I like sexy songs though, dude. I really no, do. I, yeah, I do too. Uh, it's just this one didn't wasn't for me. I gave it a C. Uh, In the night, uh, this one this was especially Michael Jacksony to me. Uh, I ended up giving it a B plus. Um. It was real. This is actually one of the more upbeat songs on the whole album. So, you know, I really appreciated that. So, um, and then As You Are, track 11, I gave it a C. It was just kind of a miss for me. It was hard to get through that song. Yeah. It was just kind of like, it felt like a throwaway to me. Um, And then Dark Times featuring Ed Sheeran. I was actually really impressed with this song. Um, kind of bluesy, kind of a bluesy feel to it. I gave it an A. Um, and then uh, the last two songs, Prisoner and Angel, Prisoner featuring Lana Del Rey. I gave both of these a C. I, I was just, I don't know. It, it just kind of fell off for me. And again, it's kind of that same lulling tempo song or you know uh just kind of the same the same musically as most of the album and is i don't know they're kind of throwaway tracks for me um but all in all um it grew on me um i definitely the the ones that i really liked i really liked even more as i was you know listening to them more and more um dude that hill song man yeah yeah i'm probably i I, i'd probably want to listen to his first album because apparently that first album was a lot different style wise than this he was kind of making some transition to this so i'd like to see what it was like you know before this um Again, lyrically, man, this thing is really good. Um, just some of the music and, you know, honestly, for me, some of the, and this is going to sound kind of contradictory since I like the Isley Brothers uh, album so much. 
the the falsetto voice or the light voice was kind was not wasn't as good for me as with the Isley brothers. It was kind of wearing a little bit. Um but I understand why this was such a a huge album for him. Um I understand the appeal for it. Um it's just not something I'm going to again minus that first album. I'm probably not going to listen to too much more of the weekend. Yeah. Um but again that's just me. That's my old man ears. You know. Right. I wanted to, I wanted to dump on you because like you and I, and this happens for, and I think you, you know, you could agree with me on this is that you get to a point in your life where it's really hard for something new musically to really, to, to really grab you. Right. Yeah. You know, to really stand out and say, "Man, this is this is really good. I, I want this. I want to have this. I want to listen to it more often." And you know, unless it's something rooted in something you're familiar with, mm-hmm. this is unfamiliar territory mm-hmm. because it's such a blend of hip hop, soul, R and B, and like. But I wanted you to exp- personally. I just wanted to dump it on you to experience it, so you could say, "You know what." There is still fucking good shit out there. You just gotta, you, you gotta find it, man. You know, so it's the kids are always telling me, check this out or check this out. And some of the things that they listen to, I'm not into. You know, I've checked out the 21 Pilots thing and whatnot. It's not my gig. I get why they get it totally, mm-hmm. but it's just, it's just not my gig. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, and that's kind of how I feel with this album. It's like I get, it, but it's not my, it's not my cup of tea. Right. So, so what are you giving it? Uh, I'm going, I'll give it a seven. I'll give it a seven. I, I didn't hate the album. Um, uh, again, I'm going to listen to that first album just to see how it started. But, you know, I, you're, you're, you're a little off than for me. I'd give it an 8.25 because that, that meat and potatoes of the middle part of that record, there's about five or six good pieces of tracks that are just really just, I can, I can enjoy. Yeah. Really, really enjoy. I, for me, I just had too many C's on there to, to rank it much higher. I can respect that. I can yeah. Respect that. So yeah. again, if, if this is your thing, this is, yeah, obviously the dude knows what the hell he's doing. Um, it's just not me. Oh, I get it. I get it yep. completely. Cool, man. So, uh, a solid seven, it would get an 8.25 from me. Mm-hmm. We want to thank you guys once again for catching both of these reviews, but now it is that time. The time Bruce. Yeah. Before you fuck my shit up, because I think oh. that you'd have the ability to fuck my shit up. Fuck your shit up with awesomeness, but go ahead. I'm giving you my album first. Okay. And I hope you're all right, man. I'm all right. Because you are getting a great album, in my opinion. I just want your opinion on it. Yeah. You're getting Bob Marley's Legend. I have that somewhere. Cool. Well. That's what I want from you. Bob Marley's Legend. Excellent. Let me grab a pencil real here, real quick, so I can write what down you're giving me now. All right. And I, and I gave Nancy Wilson a nine point five, right? Yeah. Nice. All right. What do you got for me for next week? I am going to give you the best way I can describe this gentleman. Um, I first uh, learned about him from the HBO show Eastbound and Down. Uh, one of the songs that's on this album was on that soundtrack. Um, this man is the last of the Hill Hills country blues people. Uh, I think he's, he's passed on, uh, but this man outlaw blues, that's the best way I can describe, describe him. And that's my guy, RL Burnside. The album is called a ass pocket of whiskey. How do you spell Burnside? Like it's B, kind of, yep. Like B U R N S I D E. A pocket full of what? 
pocket uh ass pocket of whiskey. This album was recorded in one afternoon. Awesome. I love yeah. shit like that. Dude. Do you know that the, the the Summer of Sam album or the Son of First Son of Sam album was recorded like in a night or like a weekend? Wow. Absolutely amazing. And it's a great album. Yeah. Great fucking album. Yeah, this is one of my favorite our RL Burnside albums. One of my favorites. Nice. 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 He's a very nice. Um, yeah, I'm with it, man. I'm very, very pumped by that. Uh, with that being said, we have our albums for next week. Mm -hmm. Um, Bruce, we really need to start discussing when we're going to take some time off because I do know that in April, I may be MIA. So, um, we also need to shoot for a season finale. Yep. Uh, we are getting ready to go into, I think, our 55th episode. Is this our 54th or 55th? We're somewhere up in that area. Mm -hmm. But we need to figure out what we're going to do for a topic. But we hope that you all will tune in. And as soon as we get that figured out, we'll... We'll get back to you guys on that. Um, once again, if you like what you see here, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, catch us over on any of your podcasting stations, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, all of that. We're over there. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to reach out. We'll, yeah. We'll, if we can answer them, we'll make them happen. Um, I know last episode, Bruce debuted his Hooked on Sonics hoodie. If you have yeah. an interest, if you have an interest in those, and there becomes a general interest in those, we'd like to definitely get those in your hands. Uh, other than that, Bruce, you got anything else? Uh, no, everyone, stay well, be kind to each other, would you? Thank you, all fourteen viewers. We hope to see you next week, and listeners out there, um, we're hooked on Sonics. I'm Tone. I'm Bruce. There's Bruce, and I guess we're out of here, right? See ya. See you, brother.